Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with Canada Girls Speak Podcast, and I'm very excited to be recording on tonight. Um, we are still uh, doing our separate locations on uh, recording. Um, my, I have a very special guest on tonight. I'm so excited that she accepted the invitation to be on Canada Girls Speak Podcast because she's a very business busy woman business person and so without further ado i want the listening audience to uh, give your shout outs and uh i'm supplied uh our city our city corsicana city council member business owner miss susan hale yay thank you susan thank you so much oh. for being on Santa girl six podcast well thank you i'm so excited to be a part of it i've seen him I was always kind of jealous that everybody else you got to be on them, so I'm <laughs> kind of excited today. My daughter was really excited, um, but, you know, it, it's a great thing. I mean, I love living in Corsicana, and it's a small town. It's different from a lot of places that I live, but it's nice. You know, I, I work downtown, own a business there, and my daughter gets to walk around and see people, and everybody knows her, so it's a great thing. So tell the listening audience about who Susan Hale is. Oh, well, um, Susan is a person that is always trying something new and something different. I was really lucky when I moved here to Corsicana that um, my dad had this inspiration and this incredible drive, and he was always trying something new, and he would go, okay, we're going to, I want to open this kind of business, and then he'd look at me and he goes, okay, go make it work, and so I had to come around and just figure out how to make it work. So we've done property management, um, a spa. We, we already had our pest control companies. And then um, he bought the restaurant, which I begged him not to do, but I'm so glad that he did because it turned out to be a passion and a dream for me. And so and now I've turned into um, doing, you know, having a restaurant, another restaurant downtown. But um, so tell the audience what the name of the restaurant is because, uh, because this podcast uh, they, they listen to it from all over. They listen to it from all over. And so in case they want to drop in Corsicana, what is the name of your restaurant? Okay, well, the name of the restaurant is the Butcher Block, and y'all better be coming to Corsicana, Texas, because it's <laughs> the coolest little town. I mean, you have not seen a downtown like this in a long time, and it's thriving. We've got all kinds of really cool businesses, and there's tons of stuff to come see, and the prices are good. So you don't have to pay big city prices for big city stuff. So you came. So basically, you came to Corsicana, and it's like to me, to me, what I see is you just hit the pavement running. You hit the pavement running because you wanted to, um, you know, I guess aspire to make things happen for Corsicana. Is that correct? Would you say? Yes, um, I was really lucky. My dad had um, some business dealings with uh, Buster Brown, who became the mayor the year that I moved here. And Buster's thing was, and it's something that I've adopted doing as well, is when you see, I'm not saying this about myself, but he saw this in me, but when you see a smart person who moves to Corsicana, we want to make sure that they fall in love with Corsicana and we want to get them involved. And so Buster got me involved immediately, sent me to two or three different boards, um, helped me get on those boards, and that's what I've done. And so, and of course, that led to being on the city council because I've served on probably 10 boards in Corsicana. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and you know how much time that takes. Yeah. So, but I've loved each and every one of those organizations, and I'm glad that I got to do that, but it taught me so much about our town and how much 
people are willing to give and give of their time and part of their paycheck and everything like that. So it's exciting. So, so you being a female, you being a female and being a business owner, has it been tough? You know, as far as in a male, a male, sometimes in a male-dominated society, has it been tough being a female leader? You know. I'm going to tell you, with the exception of the few vendors that may come in from out of town and come into the restaurant and ask to speak to the manager or ask to speak to the owner, kind of dismissively, really not at all. And you would think that the stereotype would be that for women, especially in a small town in Texas, that it would, you know, men aren't going to like this. I've never had a problem with it. Um, I, I know that... Um, uh, they may have a problem with me, but it's not because of my gender. So it doesn't have anything to do with that. I've been lucky in that regard. Well, good. So, so how, how can you motivate other, you know, like you have a daughter coming up. How can you, how do you motivate other young ladies to, you know, aspire to be entrepreneurs, you know, aspire to be, you know, whatever they want to be? How, how can you, how do you do that? As, you know, you being a you know a, a, a role model for our, for the community, and also just really for you know you know our state. You know, how how, how do you motivate other young ladies? Well, the first thing I do is every morning, every morning I get up, I pray, and I thank the Lord for letting me wake up that day. My mother died um, when she was in her mid fifties, and so I'm always very grateful for it, and I use that as a lot of guidance for me. Of just stay the course and go forward. I think the most encouraging thing that we can do to women is let's stop tearing people down. It's got to stop. I see it on social media every day. They don't like somebody or they say something and there's something about being behind the keyboard and you're not looking somebody in the eye. Be kind. Yeah. Just that. That's all you got to do is be kind. It costs nothing to be kind and show grace. And um, people get behind those keyboards, think that they're not that they're somewhat anonymous. You know, those comments hurt. Yeah. And so the one thing that I can give as advice to women is treat others the way you want to be treated, and treat them with kindness, and always talk about the things that you can do going forward, and give them positive enforcement. Don't tear them down. Now, if someone's saying, I'm about to go burn down someone's house, okay, we need to talk to them a little bit, right? We want to yeah. make sure that we've got everything right on the situation. But we don't, we don't have to tear people down to make them better people. So what kind of legacy do you want to leave your community? What, what, what kind of legacy? Oh. I want to know that I have left the city of Corsicana in better financial shape than when I started. That obviously doesn't happen with just me. It's a team of five and a team of employees of the city of Corsicana who are always doing that. Um, when I leave this earth, I hope that there is something that I have done on some nonprofit somewhere that has made that nonprofit better. I hope that my daughter can say to her friends, I am proud that my mother did this. Because, you know, being on the city council has led to a number of things that she's had to deal with at an earlier age than I would have liked. And she's had to answer for things at school because even at the, as young as age as she is, they do, you know, it does get to them. And um, 
I don't know. I want my legacy to be, I was kind. And I can run a business. All right, then. So, then, so, so what do you see the future for um, the city, the city that you're, you're helping to govern? What do, you, what, do, what do you see the future for the city? Oh, I see such amazing things going on right now. I mean, we have um, a, new comp- a new large company coming in. I mean, that's Public Audubon Metals doing some great stuff. Um, if anybody wants to know about it, hit me up. I'll be sure to talk to you about it and tell you what it is that they do. They're paying a very, very good wage, a really a professional company that is going to invest in our community. Um, I know that there's two or three more companies that are coming in. Then we also have those ancillary companies like Chick-fil-A and QT. Those are amazing things for a city our size because they produce sales tax yeah. and property tax. And I know nobody likes to talk about taxes, but that's reality how your roads get fixed. They get fixed when you have companies come to town and invest $50 million. So what about, so what about Susan, what about bringing more diversity in the leadership of our city? What, how, do, how do you motivate other different, you know, um, cultures, races to be involved in the local government? What, what is, how do you motivate the community members? Okay, so what I want to see is raising your hand saying that you're willing to volunteer to do something. The city has multiple boards that are not elected positions. What happened, and the mayor is who appointed and the city council approves it. If you're interested, contact us. Because sometimes we go, I don't know, what are we gonna do? I think Ruby has done an amazing job at keeping, um, I gotta think about how I, no, I, Ruby has done an amazing job. That's not what I'm trying to, to come back on. It's, we need people from every walk of life involved yeah. in the city because you follow a different path than I do. I mean, yeah. you and I are both going towards the same goal, but you have a different experience than I do. Yeah. And I need that experience, and our city needs that experience helping lead it. So, and the, the way I got on the city council was I was on the planning and zoning commission for 10 years. So, and then it became kind of a natural maneuver to go, okay, I think I'll run for elected office. Yeah. But if we don't know that you want to do it, we don't know to, ha- to help get you appointed. Hmm. And, I mean, we're always looking for people. We always want people. And people who are critical of the city. Yeah. The best thing I've ever said is those people that, are super critical and they have opinions, get them on. It means they're thinking about things. And they're either going to fix the system or understand what's going on with the system. So, but we do need, um, we need younger people. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being older and serving on a board. But when I look at, well, the Planning and Zoning Commission, when I left, the average age on the Planning and Zoning Commission went up by 20 years. Wow. <laughs> and so, and they're great, they're great people. But we need these younger people, and we need the younger people to become invested in our community, to become someone like me who loves this city more than anything, who will put up with personal attacks and nasty comments and all kinds of things, and I'm saying because my city is worth it. Yeah. And I love this town that much that that is what I want. And I will allow those to happen. I will allow it to get to my daughter. But our goal for this city is more important than my feelings. 
But Susan, I have, um, you know, those comments and just, I just hear the motivation in your voice and that you really are, you know, really compassionate about, you know, your city. And, um, you know, I, I do, I do believe you are a, a, good, a good role model for our young ladies, you know, for our young people. And I, I do, I hope that, you know, you continue on that path to encourage other people to be a part of the city. Because sometimes, like you said, sometimes, well, sometimes people, they just don't know that they have the opportunity to serve on different organizations, different boards. And so, you know, those out in the listening audience, you know, just listen to kind of what the words that she, that Susan is saying, that if you're interested in on serving on, uh, you know, a board, you know, you have to make yourself, you know, present or known, you know, go to some of these meetings and make your, you know, your presence known that you want to serve. Because if you don't, if you're not, you know, there, you know, they won't know that you want to be involved. And so with that being said, Susan, I want to uh, thank you so much for accepting the invitation to be on Canada Girls Speak Podcast. And I always give my listen, my uh, guests an opportunity to give a shout-out to anybody out in the listening audience. So uh, go ahead and give a shout-out. All right. Well, my shout-out is very, really simple. I want to thank everybody who works at the Butcher Block for me because I've been having a tough time lately, and they've been taking care of stuff so I could take a little bit of time to fix me. And then also the city of Corsicana, not just the government of the city of Corsicana, but the people who make up this place. There is no better place to live than Corsicana, Texas. I could live anywhere in this world, and I choose to live here and raise my daughter here, and it was the best decision I ever made in my life. And that's these people, we can disagree politically, but I know in five years when Sophie's 15 years old and she acts up in public, somebody's going to know me and they're going to grab her by the ear and pull her back. And that is the best feeling you can have as a mother. And it is a great place. And I'm so grateful to you. I'm grateful for what you do and your other lines of work. But, um, yeah, I, I just want to thank the people of course, Canada. Because we are a great community. Well, thank you so much. Um, I, I want to I said thank you again, Susan. I know you're a busy person. Thank you for just taking the time to be on Canada Speaks podcast. And to my listening audience, uh, we, we know we have an upcoming election uh, coming up. We have early voting starts on uh, Tuesday, October the 13th. So, you know, make plans to get out and vote. Um, you know, Susan is on the ballot for her um her precinct, precinct one. So, um, you know, you, you've heard her voice, get to, you know, get to know her. You know, she's just a, you know, I'm sure you can reach her at City Hall if you want to talk to her and ask her some more questions. She's available. Uh, her business is the Butcher Block, downtown Corsicana. Go patronize her business. Um, we appreciate, you know, I appreciate the entrepreneurship that um, that's going on uh, now in our community. And so with that with that being said, um, I just thank you again so much for supporting Canada Speak Podcast. Be safe, you know, social distance, wear your mask and all that good stuff. And just uh, And vote. And vote. And vote. And so thank you again, everybody, and have a good evening. <laughs>